Hello and welcome to another episode of the Launch a Challenge podcast. My name is Joschka Strakajan and today I have another very special guest here and he, she has a topic um, dear to her heart that is very, very important for a lot of people who want to run challenges. She is a marketing and business coach that helps her clients find the passion in their soul and make a purposeful income doing what they love. She's a member of two, iced coffee lover, and she had a near-death experience that led her to not only chasing her dreams, but helping others do it too. So welcome to the show, Amber Dietz. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. This is going to be a blast. So thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Awesome, awesome. I'm super happy that you're here. And just by the introduction, um, we can already see that you have a crazy story to tell and i would love to dive right in so so tell me that story what was that near-death experience um that that kick-started it all for you yes it's such a crazy experience but again it led me to where i'm at so i'm actually very grateful but a few years ago i was 29 years old i was totally just living my life um, while this could be, and I was told by the doctor so unplanned that I only had a few months to live. And of course, when you're told that, you think bucket list and all the things that you're going to do. However, um, they told me that I had to spend those last few months in the hospital. So as hard as it was, I had a five-year-old son. I had to say goodbye to him. I had to write out my will. And I also realized what I thought was going to feel like to die with my gifts inside. I thought I had so much time in the world. I never planned on that happening and all the things and the person I wanted to be. I was so fearful of what everybody thought of me. And so as it came to that time, I told myself if I made it through this, of course, that I would then lead others to chase their goals and their dreams so they never have that feeling of what it would be like to die with their gifts inside and just live your full, bold, beautiful life that sets your soul on fire. Wow. Wow. I, I can I cannot imagine how, how that must have felt like. Um, I'm a father too, so I have three kids. And um, just imagine getting to told that there's not a lot, lot of time left um, is uh, giving me the chills as we speak. So, wow. Um, but... I don't. I don't. Uh, I want to respect your privacy, so I don't go into any details. Um, what that is, um, but you you pushed through. You somehow survived that, um, and I I really want to want to know when have you realized that you jumped over the line and 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 made it back back to life. Yeah, and I had a rare condition. Right again, I was really young. I was totally unplanned. And the only thing that possibly could save me was surgery. Again, they couldn't guarantee it because I had a very extreme case of this condition. And so they, you know, that's why they had me prep and say goodbye to my son and all of those very difficult things. And so when we uh, rolled, you know, rolled me into the surgery and I was a very special case, there was like 30 doctors in there ready to take notes to just see what happened to me. So it was very odd. And, um, you know, the surgery went on. And when I came to, of course, I didn't know if I had made it or not. I was in the ICU. I couldn't move, all sorts of things. And it was kind of like seeing 
that light, right? And I, I just, you know, I was still trying to figure out what was going on if I made it or not. And of course, eventually as hours passed and I realized I'm back onto the earth. And then I had a lot of recovery to go, had to walk again and get back to taking care of my son. And then I, I felt like I got the power back then. And it was okay. And at the time though, I still was in a nine to five in a cubicle that I just dreaded, right? Like I was working for the weekend. I had no money. I was a single mom and things were hard. And I said, I'm here for a second chance, but how do I change this? All I know is a nine to five and I really do something else. And that's where I had to decide, even if I didn't know the how to change and make things better instead of just being in survival mode, which is where I was at the time. Wow. Wow. And, and so you realize, uh, all right, I'm still here. I can continue and I have gifts I want to share. Um, what was the first step? So you already said you, you don't know how, um, mm -hmm. but how have you started then? So it was that burning feeling in my soul or my intuition that just being in a nine to five where I was stuck all day at the desk, I couldn't pick up my kids, you know, all the things. I was like, there's something more. I made it through this situation for some reason. And I didn't have like a marketing degree or something else I thought I had to have at the time or permission to do something. And so I just first started that self-education. There's something else. I, you know, got down the rabbit hole of Tony Robbins and some other big names. And I'm like, they have done this and others have, I can do this. And I don't need anybody's permission. I don't need some degree from a college. Like we all think we need to have. And I started just following that path, you know, maybe some courses and, you know, the Google of the world just really <laughs> led me down that path. And my eyes opened to just so many coaches and entrepreneurs that, that we're doing this thing. And I, it, that's when, and this is why my business is called Soul on Fire. It's like my soul just opened up and says, this is it. And so I wanted to take my experience, my near death situation, and that feeling of never wanting to die with your gifts inside to help others. I don't believe that I went through that situation for myself. I believe I went through it to help others. And that's why I'm here. So I wanted to make something of that And I just started going down the entrepreneur road and just a whole nother world opened up that I never even thought possible and a few courses. And then I started just kind of doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching and friends and family and people just kept asking me about things and how are you doing this? And that's just really how the ball got rolling to where I'm at now. Wow. Oh, um, so uh, before we, before we um, segue into into the niche um, part of the discussion. Um, can you give us a quick rundown what you exactly do right now and for whom? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So right now, and I say right now because I didn't know about a niche or niche or whatever you want to call it when I first started out. I just wanted to help the world. I wanted to help people see the light in <laughs> their lives. I didn't know anything about this. Right now, I help women and female entrepreneurs, typically moms, start with their niche, find their purpose in this world, find their passion again when we kind of lose it in parenthood, find it again like when we were six and love the world and then start something they love and do it online and have that awakening moment where it's like this is possible. It's not just 
some hobby or some side hustle, but a real thing. And so seeing that light in them just lights me up. And I say that again, because when I started my Instagram, social media, everything page was about the keto diet. And I was messing around online and I was helping others. And, and, and it was something that I did and love to teach others. And that kind of was my niche at the time. I was helping others with that. And then I realized I wanted to do more than just share my plates of bacon. And, and that's <laughs> video was, was my plates of bacon and so on. I'm like, there's got to be a little more to me and we'll get to niching um, here in a second. But I started there. And then I will absolutely admit, probably something we'll talk about being in social media, you see what is working for others and you think you should go down that niche. So I started that I saw someone who started uh, as an entrepreneur, and she wanted to design clothes and her business took off quick, but it was her passion. But I started doing t-shirts and designing it. And I realized it became really hard for me to do it. And I had a lot of resistance because it wasn't my passion. So I had to pivot everything I was doing and realize and just give away that permission of it's okay to pivot, start a new page. And those who will love you will follow you because you light up with what you're doing. So it started with a diet and a keto thing and to where I am now helping others become their own and bring out that inner entrepreneur. I love it. Um, first, there's nothing wrong with a slice of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm I still have bacon. <laughs> um, so um, let's talk about your work then. So um, you help female entrepreneurs, mostly women, um, find their niche, find their passion, and build a business on that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so how did you start? Um, I mean, we wanted to talk about about niches and everything like that anyway. So how did you start? What, what did you do when someone um, joined your coaching program? They're usually in two stages. They have, they just know where I was the same. Then maybe the nine to five is just, you've been doing it for so long, you don't see it as your forever plan, but you don't know what else is out there. Or there's been an idea of maybe just starting that entrepreneur role, but just going down a rabbit hole and not making any money and what's wrong and all of the things. So typically when they come in, it's like the idea stage or been down the rabbit hole for way too long, not making money, not knowing what to focus on and saying to me, okay, I'm ready, but how do I get to where I want to be? And then we sit down and figure out again, it's usually the niche issue or their passion. They have no clue, or maybe they pick the wrong one and building that and a lot of, again, whether it's our conscious or subconscious mind already in the works of, can, can I do this? Do I need permission? Do I, you know, that imposter syndrome and taking that all out of them. And that's why I add the soul into strategy as well, because you'll, if you want 10 K months, great, but you have to work on the inner work for the out of work to actually work. I know it's a lot of works, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. So that's where I take them through and then build it from scale it from there. Awesome. I love that, that you really start with the reason why they actually want to do it. And I can relate to that totally because um, I want to let mostly you talk, but just a quick backstory from myself, because it relates a lot to that. Um, I tried to build a lot of business in the past. 
and they all failed because I just had that idea. Hey, I want to earn some money. I want to get be famous and do <laughs> great stuff and stuff like that. Uh, but I never, never really had a good reason um, until I was fired for the second time from a high paying leadership role because I wanted to have kids and spend time with them. Mm. So I was actually fired because I wanted to. Um, so we already had a, had a son and then we were expecting twins. Wow. And um, and I went to my boss and told him that I want to go on parental leave just for a while um, to, to spend some time with them because I was working a lot of long hours. I'm sitting in an office for 15 years now and mm -hmm. never really had a break. And and yeah, this was the reason why they fired me, um, despite great performances um, until that point. Um, wow. But yeah, so I can relate to that totally because... This was the day for me where I decided nobody can stop me anymore. Now I will really go all in and I will never become employed again. Never. Um, and so, yeah, I can relate to that very, very well. Um, all right. So somebody comes to you and you start to work on, on, on helping them pull out what it is they can do. Um, Do you have a process, um, a framework in place, um, how you do it? Do you do it very into, um, based from your intuition? Um, or how how can you come closer to the, the niche um, within the person? Mm -hmm. So there, I have a multiple step process, right? As I said, it's a work in progress. But where we start, again, it's that passion and that niche. And again, a lot of it is pulling it out of them because they're usually looking for permission and, and that sort of thing I find. But I start with what I call my OPP. And this is my, there's a song out, so it's not what you think, but this is what I break it down to. Own your purpose and your passion. Okay, and how we break this down is kind of looking at a bubble in three steps. I have a whole figure, but just thinking about the way that this looks. At the top of this is, You need to first think about like, what does the market need that you want to be in? Like, what do people need out there? What are they asking you for? What do they come to you for? What guidance? What do they need? Again, it's not about you. It's what do they need? The second one is knowing what sets your soul on fire. Again, could be very hard and tricky because we kind of lose that when we're like 10 years old and adult life and parenthood and all these things. We don't even know what we're passionate about. And sometimes again, like I did, saw what was working for other people. And I had to be real honest with myself. And what do I love? What lights me up? Because if you start with something you're not passionate about, it will be one of those businesses that you play around a little bit, maybe a hobby and you just let it go. You're never passionate. So what sets your soul on fire that you could just do all day without getting paid or talk about and just explain to others all the time? And then the last one, and I say this a lot, is showing up. And this is part of the own your purpose and your passion because we could tell ourselves we're super passionate about something. We know what everybody needs, but if we don't show up and a lot of entrepreneurs get fearful and uh, failure and all those things that they don't show up or sh don't show up consistently. So really embodying that and who you are, being authentic and telling the world, this is who I am. This is what I'm passionate about. I am ready to serve and they will come to you. But knowing what they want, not what you want, what sets your soul on fire 
and then showing up consistently over and over, even when you think no one's watching, even when you have one view on Facebook, one like on Instagram, people are watching and you doing it consistently and owning it and not deterring from someone else has a larger following. Let me try that. Let me go here and getting all kinds of distracted. So that's where I start with, well, what, who are you and what it is that sets your soul on fire? And as you were talking about, what is your why? Because, you know, entrepreneurship can be up and down and all around and a lot of things go on and we have mm -hmm. to always go back to your why. So as you said, it was the corporate thing, right? You hit that wall. For me, it was, let's not die with our gifts inside and you never want to feel that way. Maybe it's your, you know, something you're with your kids, your childhood, whatever it is, you, it's yours and you own it. So you're always going to want to go back to that. So that's where we start discovering kind of clearing the waters because again, as I know, as I went down that entrepreneurial rabbit hole of courses and coaches and Google university, <laughs> there's a lot out there and it could be noisy. So drilling down to you as a human and down into your soul is going to reveal everything. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I think for the people listening to, to this, um, they uh, feel all right. This is exactly what I want to do. I want to match the market need with what I have uh, in me that I want to offer. Um, but I think what what people can maybe at least have a rough overview is um, uh, about is, is what they like to do. Um, but how do they find out if that actually matches a market need? This is a big one also, like you said, with the niche, because you you might be passionate and what sets your soul on fire is building giraffes out of Legos, right? But <laughs> market need that? You might want to force it out there, sure, because you love to do that. And But you got to know if it's even something needed out there. So many ways that you can do this, right? First, asking your immediate people again, is it something that people always come to you for? People are asking about and digging into you like, tell me about this, give me advice on this. You could do market research, Facebook. I mean, again, we're in a world of social media. You could just post something out there and people will tell you. You could even do, um, of course, a challenge or a beta course or something and put it out there and say, hey, let's run through this. Is anybody coming to it? Does anybody care? When I did my very first course and challenge, I titled it Surviving to Thriving. I didn't even know Anisha at that time. <laughs> even mean guess what nobody bought it because nobody knew if it was for them and what problem was i solving i don't even know i just put it out there it's like everybody's gonna love this everybody wants this Look it was a great name definitely <laughs> <laughs> great name but what problem is it solving so that's the thing to know knowing who you serve specifically and knowing what problem you solve specifically so knowing these two things so don't just take any passionate doing the Legos in giraffes and throw it out to the market, right? Really understand who you want to serve. And if it's moms, if it's divorced dads, if it's other coaches or entrepreneurs, dig into their head and know what they need. Solve those problems, not just anything that you want to solve. Awesome. Um, so I think this, this is also very a very good one. Um, how do you actually define who you want to serve because i think most people when they when they when they think about creating a client avatar anything like that 
they have in their head. All right, I want to serve women between 30 and 40 who maybe have kids. And this is almost everything they had have in their mind about that. Um, are there two, three things you think that um, are super important and needs to be in that, um, but most people never realize or ne never really think about that? Well, I think a lot of the times, as you said, it's kind of still too broad. So we will say, I want to be a fitness coach, right? And maybe I'll help women because we here we got a niche down. Okay, maybe women. That's sometimes, most of the time, actually, where most people get. They think just saying, I will help women, fitness coach, done, good to go. <laughs> oh, why am I not selling anything? Or why is no one coming to me? And so a few things there. A lot of the times, our ideal client or customer that we want is usually someone like us 10 steps before because we've been there, we've been through it and now we want to help them. So understanding where were you then and the language you use and the lingo and the hobbies and the activities and where are they hanging out? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Instagram, TikTok maybe? Like where are they? So getting specific. Now the problem here again Most entrepreneurs, especially when they're starting out, they don't want to get too specific. They think it if they get so niche down, it's going to just put them in a box. Now, keep in mind, your offer is niche down. It's what's in a box, not you as a person, as an entrepreneur, as a human. You could be multi-passionate, but understanding to niche down. Like I said, with my first course, I threw it out there. I hope it was for everybody and I'd make a million dollars because it's for everybody, right? made zero dollars because I didn't niche. So understanding the riches are in the niches and this is why we do it. So get very, very specific. Even just saying, again, a health coach or fitness coach is an industry. It's not a niche. So drilling all the way down, what is a very specialized sub-market of that? Which we could go back to like the keto diet. I could do a health coach doing keto diet for moms with two-year-olds, right? Like really narrowing it down and honing in on that. And then like, who are they? Are they hanging out? Are they watching Dancing with the Stars? Are they like, getting inside their head is going to be the game changer. Definitely, definitely. The keto diet for families, I think, would also be a very good one because most people are focusing on individuals. Uh, but when but people don't act as individuals, they are living in a somewhat community if it's the family um the, the very small family or the huge family with i don't know how many uncles and nieces and so on um but yeah um i think this is this is already uh, very good so let's say we know who we want to serve um and we know who we are but how do we um when we are talking about language uh, challenges for example um how could we um, define what niche the, uh, the 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 challenge should be about. How can we refine our offer so that it best serves our our target market, our our niche? I would definitely say to find someone in your niche, or even if you're not sure if it's your niche yet. Again, right? You could be doing the health coach for women. So find your ideal person. Find her and talk to her, have a real conversation, get social on social media and just say, hey, do you mind if I just chat for two seconds, no strings attached? 
and let her use the lingo, even if you could do a voice memo and the lingo and say, if you have a challenge, for example, and you title it like I did mine, surviving to thriving and say, does this make sense to you? Or what do, what does this, how does this feel to you? If they have no idea what it is, you need to take a step back. And we're just so close to our genius sometimes that we don't even realize because it all makes sense in our head and we have all these things going on, but let your ideal person see it and feel it and breathe it and say, how does this look to you? Do you understand what it's about and what I'm serving? And, and that's going to tell you everything because they will let you know. So just knowing your person will correlate back to your challenge. And then when you're doing everything from the messaging to the copy and you're talking just like them, boom, they are just going to sign up and be like, how did she know? This is exactly what I need. Because you talk to them, you already have the copy. So just know them and talk to them. Awesome. Awesome. Um, just to add to that, something that, that I recommend, um, um, what most people should do is, I mean, right now, most entrepreneurs have a Facebook group, for example, um, or they, and they have at least a couple of people on their email list or get a couple of people on their email list in the next days or weeks, um, hopefully. <laughs> um, and so, um, send everyone on your email list or who is joining in the last 14 days or so um, a quick survey. So what is your number one obstacle with that topic? What are your fears with that topic? Your hopes? Where do you want to be? Um, what do you hope to get out of it? Um, something like that. Just a couple of questions. Send that out. And that already gives a lot of answers about um, where you can go and how you can speak, right? Absolutely. And what I've done too is just a survey. And you, you know, you can make these free. You could use it on Google Docs. It's already done for you. So you don't have to be techie. But on Google Docs, they have a form done for you. You just pop in a few questions, like you said. How does this make you feel? What could you what would you change if you could um, wave your magic wand about X or like an entrepreneur or your health or whatever it is that you're helping with? And have it open text. And again, they will tell you exactly and stuff you probably never even thought of that's like that mind-blowing, how did I not put this in my program or my challenge or my website to the words to the T. And it'll be your, your life changer, your Bible to your ideal people. Nice, nice, very good. So, so we have some people, we do a survey, we find out what they want, and then we can start creating um, um, and refining our offer so that it matches um, the people we actually want to serve, right? Um, where do you see most people struggle with in that process? Definitely not doing the research first. Again, I didn't. I threw something out there I thought everybody wanted. So doing the research first and doing a beta first or a challenge first and letting them refine it for you in the challenge and saying, Can you be my beta testers? Can you test this out for me? Grab five people and start it there first before you spend way too much time creating the course and doing all of the things and spending eight months later. Start there. Start knowing your ideal customer. Again, I've had clients where they want to skip that part of, I've heard I know I got to know my ICA. I don't want to do that. She's a female. Let me just go launch something. Well, let's take a step back. We don't want to launch to crickets. We don't want a failed launch. And then questioning 
usually we question our worth and is it, you know, what went wrong, but really stepping back and taking the time to do a beta launch, do a challenge, even again, five people, if you know them, it doesn't matter. Just put them in there and say what's working, what's not, and then doing a survey after, and then you can build from there. And then you have anything that will launch and sell because you built it for them. They told you exactly what they needed. You built it. And now they're going to be throwing their wallets at you. So just really starting from the beginning versus, oh, I see all these people online saying they make 10K months and they launch something. I'm just going to hurry up and throw something together and put it out there the same. So again, sticking to what you're passionate about. I see people just try what everybody else is doing. So do what works for you. And then knowing your people beforehand before you launch anything. Awesome. Awesome. I think this is, this is very good. So, um, you just started the recap. So let, let's just continue. So you identify who are the people you actually want to serve. Um, and maybe you have them as your, as your clients right now, or maybe not, but, um, you define who you would love to work with going forward, um, and reach out to a couple of those so that you get, um, some answers to the most pressing issues. And then you can use that to um, match that with your passion and see where it overlaps. And then you can create, uh, take one of those problems and, and, and create a solution for that, that uh, you then can um, try out for with a challenge or a beta course or anything like that. And then use Uh, and after that, use the the uh, the data you gather to actually launch your real offer, right? So this yeah, is absolutely. Yeah, and one last thing I wanted to mention on that. Now I'm thinking through it. Is another thing that I see too. Once you hear about okay, I must niche down, and you're multi passionate. You spend six months thinking about it and not acting upon it. So if you are just so indecisive and you're into health and you're into finances and relationships and you're all over the place and everything you just feel passionate about, start with one and start working with that one person. It will tell you if that's the road you want to go down instead of just, how am I going to figure this out? And maybe I'll just, you know, create a little more content and never really get started because a lot of entrepreneurs get afraid they're going to pick the wrong one and waste time and do all of those things. So I would highly suggest to just pick one Go down that road, start with maybe a one-on-one -on -one or a conversation and how you can help someone. And then you'll decide that's it. That's what I want to do. Or you know what? Let me try this and see if that's what I want to do. Awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, and I think this is really important uh, because you're exactly right. A lot of people really struggle to get started with anything because they don't know if this is the right one. Um, do I really can decide what I want to do. I want to do so many things. And the truth is you, well, hopefully you have a lot of years left. And so spending a year really dedicated on building a business on this topic that, for example, you then can outsource and still have it running and generating um, a good income for you. And then you build the second one um, what you realize you are even more passionate about is totally possible. So just start with one thing. It doesn't really matter if it's a perfect match, right? 
Yeah. And like I said, I started with the keto diet and at first it was fun. And then I was going to maybe change that or scale that. But I, I realized as starting to help more people, you know, I am still keto diet. I love this, but is that my forever purpose? Probably not. Maybe for others. Yes. But for me, it just wasn't. So then I had to start with, well, maybe I want to help moms. Maybe I want to help entrepreneurs, but I didn't know until I just got started and started doing the work. And that gave me the answer. So the action will give you clarity. Nice. I love that. And I think this is, this is a pretty good um, closing word. Um, we are at the time. Um, exactly. So this is a perfect fit. Um, two questions left. Uh, the first one is, uh, or the last one is the, the obvious that where can people find you? But before we come to that, there's one question that I will ask anybody on the show. And this is, If you have, if you could share one thing, one message, product, whatever it is with the world, what would it be? Don't die with your gifts inside. That is my forever motto. Again, I don't feel I went through that situation without getting you to move. It was for you to get you motivated and change your life. We never know how much time we have left. We never know what the world's going to be. And you need to go now and set your soul on fire. I love this so much. So um, where can people uh, people find you, reach out to you um, and just get more from you? Well, I'm usually hanging out on Instagram. It's my jam. I love the marketing there and all the tools. So you could find me Soul on Fire official on Instagram website, Soul Dash on Fire as well. Awesome. Very good. Very good. So Thank you a lot for being here. It was a blast. Um, and um, I really looking forward to what you will come up in the future. Um, is there anything um, special you would, you would love people to check out, for example? Um, yeah, I, I, I will send you a free gift for all the listeners. And this is the exact steps that I use passion to profit blueprint in four easy steps because we're all busy we don't have time to mess around and again waste years trying to figure this out when we're just limited on time so i will send that to you and they can just download it awesome so the passion to profit blueprint um just just give me a link i will include that including um the links you already mentioned in the description so when you're listening to this just tune into the description of the podcast or on the show on video, wherever you find it. And then you can get access to her website, her Instagram, and the Passion to Bluff Profits Blueprint. Awesome. Yes. Very Thank good. You. Very good. So thanks again for being here. It was a blast. And for the people listening to this, thank you as well for tuning in and see you next time on the Launcher Challenge podcast. This was the Launcher Challenge podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If this inspired you to finally launch or grow your business through challenges, then don't hesitate and reach out to me at createyourchallenge.com. I would love to help you. I would love to serve you. And I do have a program that is designed for coaches who want to add another 10K to their existing business or maybe finally crush that 10K a month mark with challenges in 90 days or less, then 
go to createyourchallenge.com and book a free strategy call so that we can see if you're a good fit for the program.